Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Scotty Roberts from The Take, and you're listening to today's Boondoggle. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. I just wanted to take a minute in this little intro before the intro to give you an update on some of the things we got going on here at today's Boondoggle. And uh, we recently uh, launched a email account so if you have any questions suggestions or comments you're enjoying the show you want to see something different you want to see certain guests on the show you can reach us at today's boondoggle at gmail.com and as you know the coronavirus lockdown has hit a lot of us uh, financially Um, boondoggle didn't escape it either and uh, if you want to support us financially so we can get you uh, these interviews that you enjoy each week uh, you can donate to our GoFundMe. There's a, a you get on GoFundMe. Look up today's Boondoggle. We got a GoFundMe that'll be ongoing, and um, as well as a Venmo, you can donate. If you use Venmo, go to Venmo domain or uh, today's Boondoggle, and then also there's our Anchor sponsorship on the Anchor app, Anchor.fm. Look up today's Boondoggle, and you can become a monthly sponsor to us there. Uh, as you know, this is a veteran-owned and operated program we got going on here. It's very been, man, incredibly therapeutic for a guy like myself who, you know, is a veteran with PTSD and anxiety. And, uh, just gets me out there talking with people and gets me out of my comfort zone, and it's been awesome. But uh, it all costs us, you know, to, the travel accommodations. To, to get to these interviews that you want to hear. So if you can help out anyway, we truly appreciate it. Um, also, please follow us on social media. It's at Today's Boondoggle. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just please follow, subscribe, comment, comment. download the, the episodes. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, any of the programs that you use to listen to your podcast. Please, please. Uh, do whatever you can to support us, and hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. What's going on, everybody? This is Bill Bailey with today's boondoggle. And I'm uh, patching in and talking to some friends up north in Montreal, correct? Yeah, exactly. My new friend Sarah and Liz of the band No Bro. Hey, <laughs> How you ladies doing? Great. Just uh, actually having some tea and uh, <laughs> pretty chill. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, we just came back from a tour, so right now we're just yeah, just enjoying the smooth life. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was good to be able to get out, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, great. Let loose. Very therapeutic. Oh man, yes, we needed it. We needed this. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to we'll talk about that stuff. But usually when I have somebody on for the first time, I like to get a little bit of a background sure. onto them. So like originally, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh my god. I think that for 
for like when I was really young, I, I always wanted to be a musician, actually, which is a I don't know, kind of unexpected from like a, a six-year-old, but I don't know. I really liked it, and I never had a, a, a plan B, so that was it for me. Good. Yeah. Well, I've always played music, and now I I don't know. I yeah, no other just career yeah, career, just music, music always music. I've played so many instruments, and now. And no, bro, I still play many instruments, <laughs> and it's uh, it's really awesome to be able to to do it. Nice. So, like, do you remember like the age that you uh, first like discovered music, and what was like the what was it that got you like that clicked in your head that you're like, this is what I want to do. I want to be a part of this. Yeah, I um, my my parents uh, made me try a piano, and I kind of hated it because I don't know, it didn't I don't know because it was kind of boring to me, but I don't hate piano, you know. And then my brother got a guitar. I, I, I sneaked into his room a couple times and I always playing the guitar. But it's when I, I hit drums for the first time that I was like, holy, that's crazy. What a feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was 10 years old and, and that's when I just, I knew that's what I was going to do for like ever. And yeah, that, that was for me like uh, the, the, the turning point when I just hit the drums for the first time. Yeah, I think for me, when I played the percussions for the first time, because I played piano, I played guitar, I played uh, five years of a classical uh, trumpet in the high school. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I started the just jamming with the, the percussions, I was like, oh, shit, that's that's an amazing feeling. I love it. And I don't know, the feeling is still the same when I hit the bongos. It's it, it's so amazing. <laughs> nice. And then, like, uh, so you mentioned, like, some of the instruments you played in school, but uh, did you guys have any, like, previous bands that you started, like, with your friends in high school and stuff? Or that That's funny that you say that, because we just uh, posted something on our socials, like, a couple minutes ago, and it's a, it's me playing with my band in 2006, <laughs> and we're doing a Papa Roach cover song. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yes, yes, I had, like, many, uh, I had, like, two main bands when I was in high school. And um, that's where I started to just like, you know, play like Nirvana and, and Papa Roach. You were good. No, I, I, I gotta say, you have to go look at the, this video. She's yeah, she's really, really good. It's impressive. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, I, I remember every Saturday between noon and four, uh, I, I had the drums at my place, at my parents' place. So my parents would just leave and my friends would come in and would just jam as much as we can from noon to four. And that <laughs> was and then you just go on with the week and you just like wait for the next Saturday. Yeah, that was pretty much it for me. Yeah, for me, the first band was a ska band. Uh, yeah, back in the days, I was really into ska music. <laughs> it was called Maximum Chameau. Wow, what a what a time. Yeah, I actually <laughs> went to see one of their shows before we even met. Yeah, And we didn't know each other and we, we had no idea. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty good band. Oh, yeah, that slaps. <laughs> and she wasn't there. And I realized that years and years after. And uh, that's that's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah it is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I like to always hear about the, the names of the bands, too, because you come up oh. with some of the things that we think are the coolest in high school. And then you go back and like, uh. Whoops. Mine are, they're all terrible. It's all terrible names. They're most... Mostly in French, but it's oh my god, it's 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 awful. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, they don't really translate though. I wish I could. No, we could talk about that, but they don't really translate because they're like a kind of puns, probably yeah. And so it's just it, it's, it was just bad. Let's say that. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. 
And then, uh, like, what what attracted you to the type of music that you guys play today, like, to get involved with the, the local music scene and stuff? What? Sorry? I didn't get that. What what attracted you to the, uh, like, playing the scene that you play now, like, locally? Well, we've always been into rock and roll music. Yeah. Yeah, especially you. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I started, like, a... We would just play like you know Nirvana songs and everything like that. That was just a bit after the Papa Roach phase, <laughs> and that's when I, I really got into like you know discovering music and everything. And and I've always been in the the rock scene, I guess. I I I dipped my toes in ska too, and I came back real fast. <laughs> Not real fast, actually. No, I enjoyed it a lot. But um, I don't know. And then we just met Catherine, and she really got me into like older rock and roll and yeah. stuff like that and then we knew each other so Catherine was like oh well she plays bongo she should, she, she should like join the band and I was like what why what I was yeah, like for sure word. for sure but then it was like the best idea decision ever and I don't know we got into these uh these old, old 70s music like t-rex and stuff like that and I was yeah. like oh shit okay percussions into rock and roll music is actually really cool <laughs> yeah and that's uh yeah that's that's how it that's how it went <laughs> so that's like the beginning of uh no bro then right yeah mm -hmm. okay cool and then um like uh what's been the journey like since you guys now you know uh since that day when you all got together and started what's that been like for you it's been great well, like as you probably know, we 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 had some amazing tours, amazing opportunities, and uh, people really dig what we do. So it it just like goes really fast sometimes. Yeah. It's just like oh my god, okay, we're on tour with Billy Talent, and then pop and whatever, and and for like four months you just don't don't do anything related yeah. to the band, and then it just go go go. And I don't know, it's it's really nice, and you just have to be ready for anything, mm -hmm. which we are, and. Uh, I don't know. And the reaction of the public is all, all, always so incredible. They're like, oh my God, you you girls like shred so much. It's because we really give a show. Like we give it all. Often it's only 25 minutes of show, but we're at the end we're sweaty. It's <laughs> like we really are beasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of band names, like what inspired uh, the, the name No Bro? Well, uh, Nobra actually um, started way before we joined the yeah. band. So it was, uh, Catherine was trying to make like a, a statement on the scene in Montreal, in the scene in Montreal. That was uh, 2014, I, I think. And she wanted to just bring women on stage to shred because... Uh, she wanted uh, to show that women can also really shred. Yeah, and, and like now we know that here on the scene in Montreal, but like eight years ago, it was a total different vibe. And we would get... You know, you know how it can be. I mean, I guess you know. But so yeah, so she wanted to just have women on stage with her, and and guys kept on going to her and were like, "Oh man, I can play in your band. It would be so cool." And she kept saying, "No, bro, I'm good." <laughs> so that, that, that kind of stuck with her, and uh, that became the name of the band. That's it. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, like, have you guys heard any stories or from any uh, young? Uh, you know, female fronted bands in the area that you've inspired that have been like, hey, you guys are the reasons why we're doing this now. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, actually more and more we, we hear stories like that. And it's 
it's amazing. We had we played a show like two weeks ago. We were in New York, uh, New York City, and uh, a girl comes to us and she's like a teacher and she teaches like to young girls, and she just like she she talks about us and and she like she plays music for the girls and. It really like inspires the whole class and that's crazy too. Yeah, me. she was like, I'm gonna wear your shirt and I'm gonna tell the girls how yeah. amazing you are and, and how we're they all, can do anything. Yeah. And we were all super emotional <laughs> at the merch table, just like, oh my god, this is beautiful. <laughs> and she left like with like a tear in her eye, but like so pumped. <laughs> but that's the yeah, we get that kind of kind of often now. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. What a feeling. Yeah, no, I'm I'm moved by hearing that too because i mean i'm a father of two daughters you know and i'd like always try and encourage them to go after everything and don't let any like you know cultural walls or whatever stop you from going after your goals and stuff so i i love hearing mm -hmm. these stories oh nice yeah so i wanted to ask you too about your relationship with uh dine alone records how'd that come to be and what's that all about and the name's kind of you know, has my curiosity. <laughs> well, I, I actually don't know where the name came from, but it's uh, no, Joel no. is the, the, the head of Dynalone, and they've been really great to us. It, it gave us like a good push and a team to, to surround and support what we want to do. And because uh, I have to say, we're kind of pretty bad at like <laughs> scheduling stuff and posting and everything. Oh and they, they just like take what we do. They like put it in a nice package and they send it to the world. Yeah. And uh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. We're good at playing shows. That's it. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, we just like have our strengths together and they have theirs and uh, it's a great team. Yeah. It's amazing. They've been doing a, uh, an amazing work so far. Yeah. And how long have you been like working with them? Officially? No. I think it's been since we actually maybe maybe see years. how bad we are yeah <laughs> it was before the pandemic for sure so that it must be three years but we've been like a, it's hard to say because i have to defend myself because we've been in contact with, with them for longer than yeah. that because they were they used to like come to see the shows and you know like we were like flirting the band and the label and yeah. you know how it is and uh but like officially officially maybe like three years yeah something like that something like that so just like uh, one album with them so far? Uh, well, we did one EP, Sick Hustle. Yeah. And then the second one that is, is coming out soon is yeah. going to be with them also. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's uh, <clears throat> talk about then, you know, the new album. And like, uh, was this the one, when does this one come out? And when, what, uh, when was a lot of this uh, recording done for this? It's going to come out in spring 2022. And we've recorded it in uh, August 2020. So it's been uh, a long time. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of been a long time. Yeah, we just like uh, took advantage of the, the, the pandemic and that we the had spare time, we spare had. time we had. And we just went in and recorded with uh, producer Tom Darcy, same guy that did our first EP. Yep. And uh, we had a great time. I think it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's really nice. We yeah. really like we took the time to do the things right. And to try some stuff there's yeah. like a hidden track i think if you buy the vinyl yeah, the there's vinyl. a hidden track and it's amazing it's one of my favorite yeah it's, it's all i'm gonna say yeah i mean we can what we can say is that it, it's really different from what we what we've done this extra song yeah. it's like a, a acoustic jam session 
it sounds a bit like the old T-Rex. Yeah. And we were, it was late. It was a late night. It was yeah. a So we kind of, you know, had our drink on and everything. And we did it one take. Everybody recorded together. And there's really this vibe that's like a fun vibe. And yeah. But like the rest of the EP is for sure like full on no bro, full on shredding. Yeah. Full on everything. So. A bit more rock and roll. Like more old yeah. rock. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. Some Which of... I love. Yeah. I love the punk part, but I also love the... 70s rock and roll vibe yeah so we it have... sounds like that extra track was like more like organic you know that's for sure yeah we had a lot of fun doing the, the whole thing <laughs> yes and like you know like you said taking advantage of the downtime you know i know things have you know been you know a little bit different up north than they've been down here in the states you know with the lockdowns and stuff so but you guys were able to manage to get get together and, and make this stuff happen? Was it kind of like almost like a group therapy session as well doing this? I guess so. Well, it was nice to be able to be together in the same yeah. room, like without masks, because we've been together for like what, three weeks, maybe two weeks and a half. For that for the recording. recording. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no masks, no anything. Yeah. We had this small bubble. So yeah, it was a kind yeah. of a Because you, you have to know that here in Montreal, we had um, curfew at 8 p.m. for six months. Wow. And, and that, I don't know if that was before or after. <laughs> I don't even I don't even remember, but Man, but it just frame. yeah, it just <laughs> felt good to be like, you know, somewhere with like a group of friends doing something that you like and that you love and that matters to you. So it just it was an amazing feeling. Yeah. And I, I hope those <laughs> with that like extra track, you know, after a few drinks and stuff, that's like punk rock, you know, stay out past curfew and just let your feelings out, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think um, we have someone that works with us, Sarah Rubina, and she filmed the whole thing. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Maybe it's going to come out. Maybe we've never, we've never seen, seen it. it, the footage. It's nice. Maybe it's just going to stay uh, just hidden somewhere forever. I don't know. I'd uh, like it to, to come out. <laughs> I'd like to see it. Maybe after the album's released, it could be like something that comes out. Kind of like now, you know, you just dis discovered your old high school uh, video that's out now. So yeah, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, there's like 25 seconds on Instagram, but there's a whole set. I have the whole set here. And it's 50-50 it's amazing and horrible, <laughs> which is, it, I think, 100% amazing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, good time. And then uh, I was checking out some of your videos and stuff. Like, whose idea was the uh, um, the Don't Die video? It was like kind of like Looney Tunes cartoon, yeah. old school cartoon type. And I really thought that was cool. Like, whose who's idea was that? That was uh, Greg Doble, a Montreal artist. I think he's uh, originally from Alberta, too. Yeah, they met in Alberta. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, Catherine's friend. Yeah. And uh, he came uh, to us with this like crazy idea, and we were like, "Oh my god, can we pull this off? Is this is it like Nobro esque to be like cartoons and everything?" And we just like Catherine really like she felt like strongly about this idea, and she she really pushed for it, and so we did it. And and now usually she's right, so we're yeah. like, "It sounds crazy, but let's do this." Yeah, we're gonna trust you. And again, she was right. Yeah, just like the bungos and the band. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so he, he did it and he did like an amazing job with like very like 
few like um budget yeah like the budget was had to like you know we had to work it out so like we can actually do it and next thing you know it's like I think it was like a, a good hit because he went to like music festivals with with it around the world. Yeah, he won some uh, stuff. And actually, uh, Dine Alone Records, our label, hired him to do like other videos. I think for uh, the Dirty Nail yep. and stuff like that. So like it was like a great uh, project at the end, you know. So, but yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it stuck out to me. That's why I asked you about it. So yeah, the whole at the end worked all around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my mom uh, didn't really like the devil part because <laughs> she's um, a Mexican Christian and uh, everything, you know. So, but like, I don't know. It was oh, fun. Yeah, <laughs> cartoon, you know, it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, speaking of videos, you know, I I, I enjoyed uh, the better each day, but uh, I wanted to ask about that single and that track. Like, what was the uh, the theme behind that and the message you're trying to send out with that song? Um, well, I guess the, the best person to answer that is Catherine. And uh, well, she's not there, but what would that, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to like talk for her, speak for her, you know? No, exactly. Um, but the vibe that I get, c'est quoi? It's a good question. No, we'll have to call Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> Since you guys you guys just did it, uh, got back from touring and were able to get out again and play live, what would you say is like, and this is probably going to be a tough question too, because it's like choosing your favorite child or something almost, but oh what's God. your favorite uh, song to play out live uh, that you feel you get the reaction from the, the crowd, like that back and forth? Well, Mm, there's a couple of songs that are super nice, but the one that is always crazy, uh, it's Lala. It's like at the end of the set, and it's super punk rock, super efficient. It's, and it's short, short song. Yeah. And at this point, people are really into it. And I have to say, maybe the, the, there's a part where um, she's on perks and I'm on drums, but for these two songs, we switch. So I get on bass, she gets on drums. And Catherine's gets like full on lead singer and that's Don't Die and a new song that's going to come out. And uh, usually people are like, holy shit, that's crazy. Cause she, cause she gets crazy just on the mic. Yeah. yeah and people yeah. like the switching part. So, because we, we shred many instruments. <laughs> nice. I don't so, shred as much as Sarah, but oh, well, anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, yeah that's, uh, it depends, but yeah, I would say those three songs. Yeah. But Lala is great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Anyway. And then uh what do you think like the the difference is between like touring with all women you know in a in a van or whatever however you guys travel compared to uh if it was like all men other than the smells. <laughs> uh I feel like it's uh it's more chill. <laughs> Like, because I, 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 I tour a lot with guys, too. Yes, I am. And guys are super loud. I I love them. They're my good friends. But I have to say they're loud. And it's... It's it's efficient. We're so efficient. Yes. When we say we're going to leave at that time, we leave at that time. Everyone help. We, like, we help each other. And I don't know. Just we're quick. We find solutions. 
Yeah. I don't know if it's just because it's no bro and not the female part, but just like the team that we are. But but yeah, I have to say like yeah, efficiency. very efficiency is the word. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And then uh, like what uh what goals do you guys have set for yourself going forward now after getting back out and playing and with the with the album ready to come out in the spring, hopefully. Yeah. What well, other goals do you have for yourself? I think the main goal will would be to because we've been a, on a lot of um, uh, tours as a as an opener support that so, as support but like i think next step would be to just go on on our own tour yes. and just see the reaction like what what is our crowd what is the crowd and just you know build from there because it's great to like open for people and and it's an amazing opportunity yeah. yeah but like just to do our own thing eventually that i think that's the main goal and yeah. just to see who reach, reaches out <laughs> and maybe to travel in europe as yeah. well because we've been canada and then uh, united states but yeah europe and everywhere yeah <laughs> yeah 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 that would be, cool. be the the goal but just to keep playing right now <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. we did four shows and it was amazing we, yeah we just want to continue to do that and what's been what been one of your like favorite uh tours thus far where you feel like um you've really like I don't know, like, okay, this is, this is our thing. We're, we're really connecting, like, you know, that you really learn, like, kind of, I mean, there's always going to be more to learn going forward about the ins and outs of the music business and stuff. seems like, you know, we'll always be learning because there's so, so many curveballs. but what's, what's been one of your favorite tours where you guys feel like you really felt your, your growth as a band? I think it was the pop tour for me. Yeah. Back in November 2019. Yeah, 2019. 2019. And uh, yeah, just I guess the crowd was really into our music as well because it fits. Yeah. And uh, just the. We, we, we kind of really connected with the people. And yeah. We, like we sold a lot of merch, which means people connected to our music and they just wanted to come talk to us after. And it really, like, I don't know, it was a really special tour. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of dates and nice uh, venues. Yeah. And pop, the guys are great. They're so nice. And their music is amazing. Like yeah. every night we would just go watch them play and be amazed by how yeah. talented they are and how, how amazing their yeah. music is. Pop is like definitely one of my favorite bands for sure out there right now. <laughs> and was that like the same tour where like you met the teacher that came up and shared that story no, that, with you guys? Yeah. That was like two weeks ago with the uh, Tokyo Police Club. And uh, that was in New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But I mean, it's just it's showing how much of a connection you're making out there and you keep yeah. learning. It almost gives you like, you feel like you almost have, you know, uh, more weight on your shoulders, like more of a responsibility for young women out there when you get moments like that. Or is it just like, it's more like, man, we, you know, more uh, gratifying that like, yeah, we know what we're on the right track because we're we're sticking true to ourselves and it's connecting. I think for me, it's it's both. I'm really really grateful for all that, and at the same time, it makes me realize that I have to do this, you know. And that, like when I was a, a young girl, I, I I had no one to look up to as a woman, or not much, you know. Like it, they were all like lead singers or like there was only like the the white stripes that had like a drummer woman on drums and now that people really like we really like speak to them i'm like okay we got to we got to do this we got to step up our game yeah 
yeah, it's important. It's like, it's, it's super fucking important. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Same. Nice. Well, what's something that you guys feel you can learn or improve on, uh, going forward? Oh my God, so much, so many things. <laughs> I mean, just just getting better at just our instruments always, at you writing know? songs, yeah. also, and at, at working together as a team too. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it can be hard. It's like I always say that like a band is like a relationship, but but with four or five people. So you know, so it has it ups and lows and everything. And if someone has a problem in the van everyone has a problem in the van like i mean we're so close together if you don't feel all right like i'm gonna be oh well can i do something for you yeah it's like so that's always like a a work in progress and and we, we learn from that every day so i don't know yeah. so many things <laughs> nice yeah. so i want to ask you ladies some of the questions that i normally ask uh guests that i have on who would you say I mean, you mentioned quite a few bands that you were into and influences, but who would you say were, would be your top three? Okay. Band that we met. Band that uh, we no. met? No, uh, uh, inspirations like in music, bands that have inspired you. Okay. Oof. Well, again, pop. They're amazing. They're just like, they... I don't know. They're just really good at what they do. They're like aware of every part of the business. Cause yes, like we're musicians, we play rock shows, but it's also like a crazy business to be in. And they are, they, I feel They're like smart about, yeah, I, I feel like they understand every part of it. And that's really inspiring to me. Uh, so there's these guys. Yes. <laughs> uh, who, that's like, a tough question. Yeah. There's so many amazing bands. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so hard. Shit, we should have received the, the, the... questions before. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like Papa Roach sounds like it played a played a role in your early. Well, actually, not that much. It's just that we played that song and that's it. I, I was not into that, you know, so much. But I was into Guns N' Roses hard. Nice. Yeah, yeah. one of my all-time favorites right there. Oh my god! I just loved it so much. I I kept watching every every day. I went, I came back to school. Their show in um, Appetite for Destruction. I think it was in Japan. I had like the DVD. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every night I would every every night after school I would watch it every night. Just love it so much. So I I guess I would say Guns and Roses. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know bands that are that are, that are going to be there forever, like Led Zeppelin which is so amazing and so diversified. And the drummer is so amazing. So yeah, yeah maybe. A good classics, you know? A good classic, yeah. We, we grew up with classics, so I guess. So yeah, yeah. pop, guns and roses. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. And then is there like a particular song that you feel it has been a big inspiration to you that whenever you're just kind of going through a rough patch or something, you need that pick me up, it's like, you can always go to this song. It's one you're always on your playlist or something. Um, when I I feel like I need like a you know a bit of a pick me up song, I usually go with uh, bands that we actually toured with. Yeah. So I put on some like you know Fiddler or again Pop or Distillers or something like that, and it just makes me feel like good and pumped. 
Yeah, you just remember. Yeah, I like doing that. The good times you yeah. had. Yeah, the the fiddler song, the West Coast. Yeah. Ah, it's, it's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's our go-to when we yeah. want to start to rage or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I remember the crowd just going crazy yeah. in that song and you're like, whoa, yeah. this can happen. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, what a tour. This tour that was, was a crazy tour yeah. too. It was our, our first tour and it was in the States for a month. We went all the way down to New Orleans and that was insane. I have a, we have a video of Catherine. She, uh, <laughs> she like stage dives yes. into the crowd during that song. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what a good time. Yeah, so West Coast from Fiddler, I guess. Yeah. Nice. And then what's the uh, last book that you read? <gasps> Jesus. Uh, for me, it was uh, Anthony Kiedis' um, autobiography. But I don't know. It's been a long time. <laughs> I don't have time <laughs> to read. It's so bad. It's bad. I read one, but it's a Quebecois uh, book. So you won't know it. La déesse des mouches à feu. That's so not rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, for me that was yeah that was that. Red chili peppers. Yeah, what a crazy story. Oh my god. I don't know if you read that that book. The Anthony. No, no, it's, 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 no I haven't read that. He's a, truly like a. He had a rock star life. Well, yeah. he has a rock star. That's born and raised. A rock, rock star, star. <laughs> yeah yeah amazing crazy 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 life like the the yeah you just can't imagine how crazy his yeah life was. it's a good it's a great book yeah. it's it's super fun to read would recommend yes nice <laughs> check it out and then uh on out in the times out touring like do you have like a favorite place that you visited that still is one of your favorites that you hope to go back to mm. We don't have because we we don't have like tour manager or like sound person or it's really just the four of us on the road. We usually don't have much time to like visit and everything. But this time we kind of had had time in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, that was nice. And uh, we we went out to dinner in New York too. So actually, wherever we can have time to do something, that's gonna be the best for us <laughs> yeah <laughs> we always have to rem remember that we can just take a, a minute and just realize that we're touring and that's crazy and it's great that's crazy yeah. and we're we're blessed to yeah. be able to do this oh yeah for sure yeah but it's hard to take the time to realize that yeah because often you're like hey i gotta run i'm gotta late. set up merch I gotta, gotta up. Uh, i gotta buy some strings because the guitar broke and then it's like you just have to like focus on like present present moment and like okay that's cool <laughs> but i remember the, the the tour we did with fiddler in 2018 and we were in new york just after our sound check and sarah and i went for a walk and i was like can we just take a moment and just look at like we're fucking playing new york tonight yeah. it's the first time it's terminal five which is a it's huge like a, a three-story venue with like a huge uh, like anyway it's 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 huge yeah it's amazing and we're like ah, can we just take a minute to realize how lucky we are to be to be there and to be able to do this yeah. as a living so yeah yeah, yeah it, that, that's tr <laughs> totally important to do that in everything every day yeah. you know we get caught up in things that haven't happened yet or we're still focused on things we didn't do the day before or yeah, exactly. years before and it's like we got to remember to enjoy the moment absolutely yeah or you're like stressed and you're like oh, i can't wait for this moment to be over or whatever and you're like can you just enjoy what you're living right <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. 
it's an everyday learning. Yep. And then who's uh, three people who've inspired you or you can credit for making you the person you are today? My mom. I, I was about to say my parents, my yeah. mom too. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Since day one, my parents have been very, very um, supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Even though like, it's not like a, you know, I want to be a rock star. This is not something a kid, like you, it's not seriously taken. Yeah. But my parents actually did take it seriously. And they bought you a drum when you, yeah. when you were young. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's dangerous. And they gave you the house every Saturday. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, wow. I mean, so number one, my parents, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like, I guess it would be like all the musicians that I've been looking up to, like when, since like I'm 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 a kid and and then I guess it would be all my bandmates because it's it's really hard doing this and trying to actually do it do it do it it's yeah. really hard so I guess that would be my three groups of people that it really inspired me to do this and it's nice to be to live all these crazy experiences with your bandmates Because, like, I mean, I'm, I come back home and I tell my friends, oh, this was amazing, this was amazing, but they don't really get it. Yeah. And then you can never really know no, how, it's, how it is. How so. stressful it was, how amazing it was, how, like, crazy it was. So it's nice to be able to share yeah. this with bandmates. Yeah. yeah. So parents, um, bandmates, yeah. and musician that we look up to. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I would add maybe a, a music teacher. Right. Yes. Just how, yeah. Just giving uh, the, the the passion to uh, yeah exactly and a, a, a way of working mm -hmm. yeah yeah I like what you said too about you know coming home and trying to talk to your friends and stuff about the experience but them not getting it like I can totally relate to that I was in the military down here and you know all the experiences I had and come home and you start trying to explain them and everybody's just like looking at you like you got three heads or something. You know, and it, so I get, getting together with the people I served with this, you know, we get to laugh at all the crazy stuff we experienced yeah. and stuff, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. understand that. Well, yes. Yeah, but that's that's a similar experience, I would <laughs> For say. For sure. When we were coming back from the distillers and Alex on fire tour, we were just sitting on the plane and I looked to my left and I just see Catherine <laughs> And she's like crying, but like, you know, ugly crying. <laughs> just listening to music and just being... Because the, the distillers, like Brody Dale from the distillers, she's like her, like, uh, she, she she used to like, she looks up to her like a yeah. lot. And yeah. since then she's a kid. So like, she was just like, the tour finishes and we had a great time and she's just crying. And like... Just realizing everything we lived. We, yeah, we did. And then she saw me, saw her. <laughs> And I just started crying too. And I'm like, well, we just, I know how she feels. She know how I feel. It's just, we're not going to talk about it. It's just, we're, it's fine. <laughs> But that's, that was kind of funny, you know, afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And then is there any causes or organizations that you guys support and want to encourage others to check out? Well, I think the, 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 the women cause in general, because I mean, we're so close to it. And uh, I would say LGBTQ too. Yeah. Because we've been together for almost eight years now, Liz and I. So that's stuff that's really close to us. Yeah. And important to us. And. C'est quoi le truc, Rock Girls? There's a thing here called the uh, Rock Camp for Girls. Uh, is that it? Yep. Yeah. So it's just like. 
people helping young girls and non-binary people to just like start a rock band yeah and that's something that we're really down to you know talk about and yeah and help awesome and to think you almost didn't want bongos in the band but now look at what you got out of it you know you know yes. i know <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Catherine was right again. Yes. She's always right. Yeah. <laughs> so Catherine was kind of a matchmaker too. You didn't realize, huh? We knew each other before that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's great though. I love to hear that. Yeah. And then uh favorite toy as a child. Oh my god, what was no, I think it was my rollerblades. Yeah. yeah. I was always on rollerblade. It's do people still do rollerblade? Do they still? I, I guess. No? Oh yeah, yeah. My friend's kid does it all the time. Yeah. I just I, my knees hurt just watching them. You know. Yeah. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> I used to do some crazy stuff, being on my bike with my rollerblades, doing like crazy. Yeah. My mom was so chill. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so rollerblades for me. Yeah, I think for me it was um, I don't know how you say it in English. In uh, uh, yeah. It's like you have like a, a little car and you like control it with like your with like, like a remote control car or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that was my thing. That was nice. oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, sweet. And then, uh, well, I mean, actually, that's that's about all I all I got. But uh, I really want I thank you guys for taking the time and and sharing your your stories with me and experience with our audience and everything. And uh, if if uh, people in the audience want to know more about Nobro and support you guys in any way, where would you send them? Instagram. Uh, Instagram, yeah, Facebook. Just all the, you know, classics. <laughs> and they can write to us. To yes, us, we're going to, we're good at the answering. Yeah. Any uh, idea of any future uh, dates in the, in the States? Uh, it should be soon. Should be soon. Because yeah. we're, we're, we're on a, we're on a roll. I think we're planning on coming back. That's for sure this, like in the next year span. Yeah, 2022. Yeah, that's for sure. Because we got our, our visas and they're good for a year. So we're just going <laughs> to try to use them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. maybe West Coast this time. That would yeah. be awesome. The first time on the West Coast, maybe. So that's for sure we'll be back in the next uh, 12 months. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys come through uh, Cleveland, Ohio, because yeah. I love to bring my daughters out to, yeah. to see you. Oh my God! Yes, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. we got the rock hall here. I'm sure you'd love to check that out as well. You know. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, before I let you go, let me ask you one last favor. Do you mind cutting a promo ID for the show? Sure, sure. Just introduce yourself, and you're listening to today's Boondoggle. Today's Boondoggle. Okay. Hey, I'm Liz and Sarah. We're from Nobro, and you're listening to today's Boondoggle. Awesome. Love the team effort. Is this good enough? <laughs> I know. Thank you for being patient. Yes. No, no problem. Thank you. It was worth it. I, I loved it. Um, look forward to uh, bringing my daughters out to meet you when you guys come through Cleveland. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Can't wait. All right. Take care. All right. Thank bye. You.
Being a bitch is not illegal. So. I never forget that cost of the time. Oh, cost of the thing. Up at Port Clinton. And he's building a fire and he kept trying to flip this log and all these embers are going all over. And then he does it again, right? He does it again. And he's already got that burn on Yeah, and Tim goes, he says, you got to be the stupidest son of a bitch i ever seen in my life. Or something. I have never seen anything stupider than that in my entire life. What is wrong with I think the guy went home because Tim fucked with him so much. Oh, my God. Then he, he starts saying, I used to get picked on he, when I was little, too. He left. He, he left. Totally he left the fire. And every, I mean, everyone was just hush. And I'm just like, oh, well, there goes my career. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes yeah. back, and he's like, you know, my whole life, I've been picked on. My whole life. And I'm like, no shit. <laughs> I can see why. Is that not making things any better? After, back and after what I just seen? I wonder how the fuck that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he make Admiral or something? He's like... 
Captain. I think he made captain. No, he, he made, made captain. captain. He Tim, made rear admiral. Tim, he's probably Cares Towers. Yeah. yeah, right. Because yeah. 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 I remember he took, he was like, he took over the Riverine. Fire. Fire. Needle. Yeah. Embers. You guys should go up and check and see who's all up there. Oh, my God. We do from time to time. Just walk. And thank you for listening to another story time from the VFW Hall. Brought to you by Today's Boondogger. Thank you for listening once again to today's Boondoggle Radio Show. Please be sure to check out our website, DomainCLE.com or Today'sBoondoggle.com for more shows and check out our archives. Follow us on social media at Today's Boondoggle on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for more information about this podcast. And please support us on www.anchor.fm forward slash today's boondoggle as well as on our GoFundMe and Venmo. Be sure to subscribe, comment, download, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and all the other podcast platforms out there. Please email us with any questions, suggestions, and comments via today's boondoggle at gmail.com. Leave us some five-star reviews and help spread the word. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for tuning into this week's Today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news and information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for supporting, sharing, and tuning into today's Boondoggle.